Good evening and happy Thanksgiving. Today I was reflecting on spiritual courage and I was reading in the Divine Office um, what Saint Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr had to say about spiritual courage. We desire to gain the Lord's promises. We must then imitate him in all things. And I think everybody nowadays kind of just goes through life not really thinking at all about God. I mean, to me that's a very difficult, sad, but true reality. But fortunately for great writers such as St. Cyprian, we can return deeply back into this reflection and be reminded of what is best for us as Christians. So he goes on to say, I urge you to persevere courageously, steadfastly in your witness to heavenly glory and continue with spiritual courage now that you have entered on the way that the Lord has graciously opened up for you until you receive the crown of victory. The crown of victory is eternal life. How many of us are really focusing on eternal life? How many of us are just barely getting through the day and everything that we have to take on to make this day complete? So again, St. Cyprian is luring us back into the depths of our soul, the depths of our mind, and comprehending where we truly need to be as Christians. You have the Lord as your protector, he said, and your guide, even to the end of the age. How blessed is the prison honored by your presence. How blessed the prison that sends men of God to heaven. There are so many people that have donated their time in all the prisons all throughout the world, and I am eternally grateful to them. I have not physically done that myself, but I have prayed for the men and women in the prison system here in Ocala. And I have to tell you, I'm seeing great fruit of men and women stepping forward and making their lives more than what they have ever been because they're coming to church and they're giving their life to Christ. So St. Cyprian was spot on on that comment as well. And then he goes on to say, darkness brightens, is brighter than the sun itself, more resplendent than the light of the world, for it is here that God God's temples are now established and your lives are made holy by praising your God. And I think we are praising our God. And I think he's spot on again. And he goes on to say, lastly, let nothing else be now in your hearts and minds except God's commandments and the precepts of heaven by their means of the Holy Spirit has always inspired you to bear your suffering. Holy Scripture speaks of the sufferings which 
consecrated God's martyrs and sanctifying them by their very testing of pain. Though in the eyes of men they suffered torments, their hope is full of immortality. So I tried to break down everything that St. Cyprian had to say to us, and this is kind of what I've come to the conclusion of his writings today. St. Cyprian brings us good news. He warns us to persevere, and honestly, his reminder is helpful for us as Christians trying to better live out our Catholic faith. Are we steadfast witnesses to heavenly glory? Do we live out our daily lives with continual spiritual courage? Truly, what are we afraid of? Why do we avoid Jesus? Devout Catholics knowingly live in the way that the Lord graciously opened for us so we may receive the crown of glory, but sadly we don't reflect nor meditate on this enough. Our bodies will die, our souls will live forever, and so many of us go on living unaware of our soul's needs, our soul's health, and our soul's benefits. When I say benefits, I'm referring to eternity. As God brings this important fact to my mind, I cannot help but think of all the men and women, devout in faith, loyal in marriage, daily communicants, desiring to live out holier lives, and there's so many of them now coming to the church, and I am seeing the fire of God's love alive again, and this is exciting. Return again and again to this exact conclusion. How can I better love and serve my Lord and my family? How can I attain this crown of glory? And my response was, by working on today and preparing my soul's destiny for tomorrow. This is a critical piece of the truth we all need to think about and to take very seriously and prepare ourselves for. Jesus is watching. Jesus is waiting. Are you watching your behavior? Are you waiting for God's judgment on your life? Our lives are nowhere as holy as they should be and need to be, and yet we ignore this important truth, which is the key that unlocks everything eternal for our soul. I want to talk more about this. I want everyone to be aware and concerned about the state of their soul that they are living in. Is your soul corrupt? Is your soul dirty? Is it neglected? Is it a disordered soul? Is it full of disgusting habits, meaningless, dry? If it is, you have kept yourself away from a relationship with God. St. Cyprian had this to say, and I believe he is 100% correct when he said, let nothing else be in your heart and mind except God. Just stay there right now. Let nothing else be in your heart be in your mind, accept God, accept his commandments and the precepts of heaven, which again is eternal life with him forever. We have to reflect upon this. I mean, if this is where we're heading, we need to take it to heart and we need to work towards our souls being prepared for this journey. When we read scripture, especially the Liturgy of the Hours, the Divine Office, it is there God speaks through the words written by man on every page that were divinely inspired by him. 
His truths come alive. His truths teach us to listen and to advance ourselves in the knowledge of Jesus. Without this knowledge, we will not be prepared for the Christ coming for us. Our souls will not be ready in the sense of being purified by our remission of sin. Not too many of us can totally wrap our arms and our minds around this concept, but need to kickstart the idea of what our eternal journey with God will be like if we start preparing for the future of our soul in everlasting life to come. Heaven, heaven. This is where all our ancestors are. This is where we will be united with them. They will wait for us, they will join us. And what a feast it's going to be. My brothers, my sisters, this is the best I can do with spiritual courage. And I'm gonna be closing with this and saying this to you. I'm gonna define it to the best of my ability. To me, spiritual courage is to be able to speak as a Christian in defending what is right and true in the Catholic realm and not wavering from justice, being a positive voice for God, the church, and for all his people, unifying love of faith, love of God, love of the church, and love for eternity. We need to love these things that are most important to God. We need to pay attention to what he's preaching to us we need to look deep within our very soul and clean it out completely. We have damaged it greatly and suffered tremendously for choosing darkness over the light. We need to choose God again and commit ourselves to goodness. May God bless you.